Welcome to Holding Down the Fort, an award-winning podcast show dedicated to curating knowledge, resources, and relevant stories for today's military spouses so they can continue to make confident and informed decisions for themselves and their families. Because let's face it, we know who's really holding down the fort. I'm Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and your host for Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. Let's get started. Happy New Year. Welcome back to another season of Holding Down the Fort podcast. I am your co-host, Jen Amos. I'm a veteran spouse and gold star daughter and returning to season four now, I think it's season four of Holding Down the Fort. I have active duty military spouse, mental health advocate and military mom, Jenny Lynn Stroop. Jenny Lynn, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yes. And I have to say real quickly, I love the sound of your mic. (laughs) Thanks. I know someone who helped out with that. Yeah, I wonder who that was. (laughs) No, but seriously, it's great. Like, I bet you if you go back to like the previous episode, you're going to see the progression of like your audio. (laughs) So yay you. (laughs) All right. Well, Jenny Lynn, we have an awesome guest today. This is actually someone you personally invited. So let me go ahead and bring her on. We have Dr. Sally Anzol, who is the CEO of United Through Reading, proud Army spouse of over 30 years and Army mom. So Sally, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm just excited to be here and talk with two such energetic people who are so focused on serving our military families. So thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it's our pleasure. And Jenny Lynn, I thought I'd check in with you first because you actually thought of Sally to join us. So what compelled you to bring her on to our show? Oh, man, as we kind of talked offline, I mean, I've known Dr. Zoll for almost a decade now, since my husband was a baby ensign on USS George H.W. Bush, helping out with uh, United Through Reading events on the ship. So that was my first introduction. Um, At the time, I had a toddler and was pregnant with our second child. And United Through Reading showed up at all of our family readiness events and some things on the ship and provided books for kids, helped set up an awesome story station on the ship. And so I am the proud owner of about 35 mini disc of my husband reading everything from Dr. Seuss to Eric Carl (laughs) and telling us about his daily life on the ship. And that was all thanks to United Through Reading. So I've long been a fan of Dr. Zoll and United Through Reading and have spoken for them a couple of times and continue to beat the drum of storytelling. So... Yeah, I think that's incredible. Um, You know, again, Jenny Lynn, thank you for bringing her on. And I know in our upcoming episodes, we're going to have people that you know in our community to be joining us as well. So I'm very much looking forward to having conversations with, you know, those mutual contacts or with with those contacts of yours. So Sally, for people that are hearing about United Through Reading for the first time, tell us briefly, what is it about and what compelled you to start it? First of all, thank you for the compliment of thinking that I started it. I did not. United Reading has been around for 31 years, and I'm only a little over 14. It was started here in San Diego. It was a a small San Diego-based Navy-centric program that was started by a woman who, her husband went to Vietnam for a year when their daughter was a year old, and when he came home, the daughter Mm -hmm. Recognize them, and that's a very familiar story, as Jenny Lynn will uh, tell you, and I'm sure as as you've heard over and over again. And so she was trying to think about what it was that could have kept them connected. You know, they did the little uh, video cassettes, and they wrote the letters and numbered them. But what could have really created an emotional bond? Oh, water! 
And so she thought about reading. And what if they had had a, a video, a VHS tape, I think, back in the day that had her husband reading a couple of her every child's favorite stories. Wow. They yeah. went um, down to um, uh, uh, Naval Base San Diego and talked to a couple of the commanding officers of the ships and said, would you be willing to let me come before you deploy and set up, you know, here on the, on the pier, my recorder and record some of your, your sailors who are, or would be willing to do that and they can leave the VHS tape behind when they go. And so, as you can imagine, she had a couple who said, that's crazy. I don't think so. We've got too many on. And she had a couple who said, sure, you know, what do we have to lose? Let's give it a try. And so what they found is that when those two ships came back, those children really did have a, a much better integration with their parent. I mean, there was not that tentativeness. There was, there was nothing like that at all. And so from that, it just really became word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth. So it's very simple what it is. We provide the opportunity for a service member to be recorded, video recorded, reading a book. And we get the video sent home to the child. And we also get the book sent home to the child in almost every case. And wow. so what I say is it's, it's just simple, but it has such a profound effect on our families because it does make that reintegration so much easier. It does make the spouse at home feel supported because... He knows that his wife who's deployed is thinking about them and, and took time to read a book to the children. And it makes the spouse who's deployed feel like they're participating, you know, in something that's going on at home. A dad, an Air Force dad who was at home. And so he said after dinner, he said to his three, his two little kids, he said, I'm going to put you, mommy's going to read you a story. And he sat him down on the couch and put in the uh, disc and, and his wife started reading the story while he ran into the kitchen and did the dishes. So when his wife called later that night after the kids had gone to bed, he said, thank you, honey, for watching the kids while I did the dishes. So uh, that made her feel that she really did have a part in the family routine that night. So it's those simple moments that just make such a difference. Yeah, I can imagine how powerful that could be. You know, I remember when I was a military child and my dad was gone months at a time. He was gone months at a time. You know, there was no like video call or, or nothing. Right. Um, it was always interesting when he came back because I feel like he would like break mom's rules, <laughs> you know, and like give me money when I asked for it. And, you know, like he would do all these things when, you know, when he's around. And fortunately, I did have like a pretty good bond with him. But like, you know, how wonderful would that have been to have, you know, a service such as yours where it's like I could have seen my dad read a book to me and have that same book, you know, in my hands. Jenny Lynn, you heard about United Through Reading, you said about a decade ago. Can you share a little bit about what that experience has been like for you to, you know, be able to benefit from this organization? Oh, yes. Yeah. So our first like big event, a UTR did an event on the bush and it was like, there's like a craft station with a certain book and we got to take the book home and you know they talked about their program and we got to kind of see the setup on the ship of what it was going to look like when Matthew would sit down to record mm -hmm. so during the deployment like I said I think we received I don't know 20 some odd it was mini disc at the time mm -hmm. now you can get them digitally and it's super fun but we have like little mini disc of Matthew reading all these stories to Brayden and mm -hmm. he was 18 months old when the ship left and mm -hmm. so as he got older and really kind of understood that that was daddy on the TV I mean, Matthew babysat a lot. Like we have a very similar dish story in that I had a, a newborn who took a lot of my time and attention and 
So Brayden would be very content watching dad read stories. And for us, mm -hmm. it wasn't just the story connection. It was also like he would sit down and tell us about his day. So because by the time we got the disc, they were far enough away from where they were the day he recorded that he could be like, hey, today was the 4th of July and we had a picnic and we didn't, you know, so we got to hear about those little daily life things, mm -hmm. which was also really connecting. And then Dr. Zoll said, we also keep we get the books too. So a lot of the books that Matthew would read, we would have at home wow. and Braden could flip through them. And, you know, that was when my kids were really young. And then immediately following the Bush deployment, Matthew did an IA to Afghanistan and was able to work with United Through Reading and take a mobile kit to the FOB there. And so we got 20 some odd more mini disc of him reading. Wow. So like I said, I mean, in that point, they were a little older. So we probably have like Eric Carl to, you know, Dr. Seuss, Berenstein Bears, like we kind of, he progressed the books as the boys got older. And now we've gone several years without a deployment, but UTR has an app now. And so we have the app. So we are ready for our next deployment. And when we signed up for the app, we got another book that was age appropriate. So United Through Reading started my boys on the Percy Jackson series. We got the one from them. We've now purchased 15 more because they love it, you know, and you won't find a bigger advocate of story and storytelling and reading than me. So this program and the people that brought it into our labs are particularly special to me. Well, yes, I think Matthew might get the prize, actually, for a number of recordings. Matthew's got to be one of our most prolific users. And, <laughs> but not only that, he and Jenny Lynn have continued to push forward our story and tell the benefits of what we are all about. And again, it is a very simple benefit, but it just makes such a difference. We believe in getting the uh, books in the homes of children as well. There's a tremendous research that says more books in the home, the better educated the child will become. There's just there's a direct correlation between books in the home and literacy and education. And there's also a direct correlation between reading to a child and how successful they will be in school. And there's a statistic that came out several years ago that said that only a third of all kindergarten children had ever been read aloud to. Now, to wow of us, I'm sure that just seems incredibly unbelievable mm -hmm. that a child by the time they're five has not had a book read aloud to them. But that is a, a very live and realistic uh, statistic. So if we can help, if, if, you know, flatten that curve, to use a term that we've heard for a year, if we can help get literacy into the homes and make it a routine for families who don't have that routine, that we're doing something valuable. And for those families who do have the routine, like Jenny Lynn and Matthew, in terms of reading to their boys all the time, it's just part of what they do, to be able to continue that routine and support them in that routine, uh, we think is incredibly important. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like there's so many benefits to what you're doing, you know, not just um, in an educational standpoint, but also the bonding of, you know, the service member with the kids while they're away. And so I think it kind of really makes that distance away from them not feel so distant, <laughs> I think is the best way I can try to describe it. I'm curious to know, so, you know, you have a very impressive background, Sally, you have a doctorate in educational leadership and management and a master's degree in special education from USD and a bachelor's in elementary education for Purdue University. So tell me, what does being the CEO of the United Through Reading mean for you? Well, it's the best thing I've ever been able to do in my entire career, that is for sure. I started out teaching elementary school and then became a special education teacher. 
and it was always tied into the three component of education. From there, I became an administrator in technology at a large high school and started my doctorate and focused on technology. And that was back in the day when we called it software. We didn't call it software. We called it computers and software and not technology. So I've always been interested in technology and how it applies to education, how it can help us do a better job in the education process. Mm-hmm. And at about that point, I was approached to talk to a, a software company in San Diego that was just starting and they were creating K-6 uh, education software and math and reading. And they asked me to come and join them. And I said, I, I don't know anything about business. I'm an educator. And mm-hmm. they said, well, we need you to set up product develop. We need you to hire project managers. And I said, I don't even know what a project manager is. Mm-hmm. said, well, they would be people who would go in and do professional development for teachers. And I said, oh, you mean staff development? He said, I don't know what staff development is. So we figured out is between his business expertise and my education expertise and my interest in technology that I would be a good fit. So I helped grow that company. It was a very small company at the time. We helped grow it to several hundred million dollars. It became Jostens Learning. It was owned by Jostens, yearbook people and the classroom people. And so I was just very intrigued by the growing a, a, a local business to a national level. And I started another software, education software company. I did the same thing. So comes round to this other little nugget. My husband is not only an educator, but retired army. And so we're a military family. And our son had just gone reserve status when he was mobilized to go to Iraq in 2003. Hmm. And his son was 18 months old at the time. We did not know about United Reading because it was really a Navy program in San Diego and we were army reserve. And so we were out of that very narrow kind of silo or loop. But I said to my son's wife, who is a teacher, you should record Corey reading some stories before he leaves. And she said, oh, what a great idea. And so she recorded him reading five stories. And and Corey thought she was crazy. He only had three days to mobilize and take his company to Iraq for the invasion. And so he was doing this in the middle of the night. Long story short, Corey was gone for 14 months with no leave. And so when he came home, of course, Ethan was over two and a half. But Ethan had watched Corey read those stories every single day. I mean, every single day for over a year. Mm-hmm. At midnight, when Corey came home to the San Diego airport, Ethan broke rank and went running to his daddy, 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 screaming, yelling, smiles, just like this. And we were looking around and there were so many children who were hiding and you know putting their heads down and not reaching out. Yeah. At the time, to be honest, We had no idea why. We just were so glad and so grateful. Maintaining our relationships in the military life can be stressful. Sometimes it's more than we can take, and we just want to run, scream, or run screaming. Fortunately, I had the opportunity to get to know Jason and Chandler at Charlie Mike Life, which is a nonprofit where they provide life coaching to veterans, military spouses, and Gold Star families for absolutely free. They have a special program right now called the Relationship Building Academy. And in this Relationship Building Academy, you'll learn how to turn the one thing that often comes up in relationships, which the hint here is stress, into leverage to create the kind of relationships that can get you closer 
to your business, relationship, and life goals. I encourage you all to book an appointment today by going to relatem.com. That's spelled R-E-L-A-T-E-M.com and find out how to get your first session absolutely free today. And feel free to mention me, Jen Amos. So once again, I just want to share that I had been fortunate to get life coaching myself through Charlie Mike Life. And so feel free to reach out to me personally if you want to know my experience in working with Charlie Mike Life. All right, thank you so much for listening and let's get back to the episode. Mm -hmm. In 2006, I was approached by United Reading to um, take over from the founder. And when I started hearing all the stories from everybody saying that reunification was so much easier because of this, it just went ding. It's just a little slow to figure that out. So it was like all the pieces and parts just came together in terms of our personal experience, in terms of our support of military families, in terms of my education background, my technology background. It was like a God wink. You know, it was just like I had to pay attention to this one because this was meant to be. Yeah, it just sounded like everything in your life aligned for you to be the same. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's, and here you are, you know, 14 years later, like still running it. It's incredible. It's a blessing for me. As I said earlier, it's it's the best work that I've ever been able to do. And I feel blessed every single day. Honestly, that was a new UTR story to me. I did not know all of that. So that was super fun. I'm actually sitting here like trying not to tear up because I just really love United Through Reading. And I also want to say, in addition to like having this ability for the service members, I mean, now they have an app. They also have a mobile story station here in San Diego. That's the neatest van that drives around places and like you open it up and instead of having, you know, a 15 passenger, there's like a comfy chair and a pretty floor and like a whole library set up. So it's... They can be everywhere, which is super fun. And I got the opportunity to work with United Through Reading a couple of years ago when I was teaching here in California and bring them to my school. And we did a reverse United Through Reading in that we had our kids read to their parents and then get the videos out to their parents. So I happened to be teaching first grade at the time. And so I had kids that could not read when their parents left who could read before they got home. And so they got to send a video to mom or dad with them like reading for the first time for them to hear. So it was super fun. Yeah. As a first grade teacher, that gives me goosebumps because I know what it's like the first month of teaching first grade, you think, oh, why do I teach first grade? Because they can't do this and they can't do that and they can't blow their nose and they can't stand in a line. And about March or April, when they start to read, you say, oh, this is why I teach first grade. It's it's like watching this flower unfold, Mm -hmm. like this miracle. So you're right, Jenny Lynn, that that had to be just such a gift for those parents to just, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, could, I could imagine how much of a tearjerker that could be. So thank you, Jenny Lynn, for talking through that, because I could tell that was so impactful for you to share that and the experiences and, you know, turning it around to have the kids read the books instead. That's just wow. I mean, for a parent, I can only imagine. 
I mean, I can only imagine how speechless, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, you can be mm-hmm. uh, being able to experience that. So Sally, I have to take a moment to applaud you for being an army spouse for 30 years. That's a long time, I think, to be in this space. And, you know, like I mentioned, a lot of our listeners or a lot of the people who tend to reach out to me are fairly new military spouses. And so if you don't mind, any words of advice to our spouses <laughs> that listen to the show, particularly the new ones? <laughs> I would say network as much as you possibly can, reach out, open yourselves up, talk to people, ask them for help, recommendations. And if they say, oh, I know somebody, say, get that number, get that email address. Just really put yourself out there because it's tough stuff. As as much as our military tries and makes an effort to support our spouses and families at home, it can be a slog. And especially if you've had no experience, if you've grown up in a military family, then you're not quite as dear in the headlines. But if you haven't, and this is the first time, it's tough. And so I would say, you know, you're doing a great service. So there are many others like you out there who are doing the same kinds of things. Just get on the blogs, get on the, the web, you know, the sites and YouTube and just listen and talk and and reach out. That's what's going to save you. That's the, It's that military spouse community that's going to hold your hand and be there when your spouse is gone. That's what you need to do. Jenny, yeah, think- in your head like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead, Jenny Lynn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, again, in addition to storytelling, you won't find a bigger advocate of community than me, especially within the military spouse community. I mean, they are the people who, you know, came around and I've been fortunate to live in communities that are military heavy and communities that are not. And in both instances, community is what kept my family going through whatever the military was throwing at us at the time, you know, and so, yeah, reach out, talk to somebody, go to the meetings. Like it may be awkward. It may be weird at first, but inevitably there will be at least one person you can talk to who will lead to somebody else who will lead to somebody else. And, you know, I feel confident in coming on this podcast because of the community I have in the military spouse community. I just kept showing up to stuff and I've had great mentorship and great friends And that, you know, that's really set me up well for the job I do now and the things I do on my personal time like this. Yeah. And, you know, Jenny Lynn, I imagine that you are setting such a positive example to your sons as well. You know, I think about my own experience in the military, like growing up as a military kid. And, you know, unfortunately, my family didn't really instill that sense of community. And so after we had lost my dad, we all kind of like isolated, like we we mm-hmm. all internalized like the death of dad and almost acted like it never happens. And I had to learn later in life, you know, the importance of community. I was even almost skeptical of community. I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, what do they want? What are they in it for? Right. And so now to fortunately, you know, 20 plus years later to be doing a podcast like this, where it's like, wow, like there are people who genuinely, you know, just like Sally here, genuinely want to build that community. And I know offline, I said community like 10 times. I was, I was trying <laughs> to explain to Sally what the show is about, but that's really what this is all about is community. We thrive in community. We grow in community. And, you know, the biggest thing is we can prevent, you know, mental health issues, I think, if we're together and we remind each other that, you know, this is not an easy life, but it's okay. We have each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Sally, for people that want to get involved with UTR or they want to, you know, benefit from the organization, tell us, like, what are the first action steps to get started? So, one of the things that people ask us all the time is, you know, we can Facebook I mean, we can FaceTime. 
we can do, you know, a variety of live back and forth conversations. And so we don't need to do this. And our response to that, and a proven response, is that what we do is provide something that's repeatable and reliable. Mm-hmm. So if Matthew's in Iraq or Afghanistan and, and he calls Jenny Lynn at midnight because that's the only time he can get to a phone, if he can get to one, mm-hmm. my guess is Jenny Lynn's not going to wake up the boys, you know? And if she does, and then the connection goes away, it's disappointing. It's a, not a positive experience for anybody. It's not a positive experience for Matthew, not for the boys. Jenny Lynn then is left to deal with the boys who are now awake, don't understand why daddy went away. Why are we up? Oh, we're going to stay up now. <laughs> so what we provide is this recording that is, we call it mommy or daddy on demand. So it's when the children, it's when the family needs it. Mm. It's after you get up from your nap or it's when you're eating breakfast. It's the best screen time you could possibly give your child. And so when the child needs it, feeling sad or just missing or excited about a new book or whatever. So I want to make that point to everybody that this is completely different from any kind of social media that you use that's in real time right now. They don't want that. We want our families to stay as connected as much as they can. So if that works for them and they have that ability to connect that way, that's awesome. But this is just another way that is more reliable and definitely repeatable. And so, you know, when you read a book to a child and they say, read it again, and then they say, read it again, and then they say, read it again, and you're just going to slap your head. I cannot read the story by my time. Um, what we know is that the kids, uh, and Jenny Lynn will probably tell you this, that they will do that with the recordings. Let's play it again, play it again, play it again. And there's great research that says that it's more important for a child to read one story over and over and over again than to read 25 stories once. Because creating uh, context for them, it's creating vocabulary for them, that it's creating a whole slew of things that are very important in that developmental stage of reading. So that's my one rant. Other one I just wanted to speak to is the app, which you mentioned, and Jenny Lynn mentioned as well. We're very excited about that. And quite frankly, it saved our lives this year with COVID because we had just started developing it. We actually had gotten it to a a release stage just as COVID hit. Mm. Things shut down. We couldn't get in front of people. We couldn't even get mail to ships. We couldn't mail anything to ships. You know, the mail was shut down. There were so many opportunities where we could not go to a yellow ribbon event. We couldn't do these things. We were able to share with everybody the app. And as Jenny Lynn says, all you have to do is download it. And we use ID.me to um, uh, verify that you are military, which is very simple. And once you do that, you can select one of your own books. You can select one of our eBooks. You can do a variety of things in terms of reading that book and get a book sent home through Amazon and the children have that. And that's also available for vets as well. So I, your husband's a vet, uh, the uh, veterans community, very, uh, we are really pushing for them. We have lots of grandparents and aunts and uncles and retired vets uh, who have been wounded, ill and injured. And so we want them to know that this is available for them as well. Yeah. And, you know, what better place to promote this mobile app and everything that you're doing than through a podcast because it's all audio. So look at that. (laughs) It all works out. (laughs) Uh, And so to answer your question, because I really kind of hijacked your your, your question, (laughs) is to say, go to our website, uh, unitedforreading.org, 
and just go to our website. It will show you what to do with the app. You can also go to the app store and download the United Through Reading app. And we're on Instagram and we're on Twitter. But the website is probably the best way to just really sort out how you, how you want to use it. If you, if you know, for example, that your husband is going to deploy to a certain unit or a certain command, we actually can look at our current list and say, oh, we have a story station set up there. Or, no, we don't. Would your husband like to run it? <laughs> Love it. You did, I think, on a number of occasions. So, but using our website is really the best way. And we will be glad, excited, over the moon to connect with you. Yeah. Wow. Sally, thank you for just doing such incredible work with UTR and, you know, continuing to make our families, our military families feel connected and sane, <laughs> I think. Jenny Lynn, I just wanted to see if you had any closing thoughts that you wanted to share to Sally or even to our listeners. Well, yes. One thing I want to point out is, is UTR really is everywhere. Like Sally and I are both based here in San Diego, but like we met UTR in Norfolk. So they really are everywhere. They can go everywhere. She's really serious about if you're deploying and you want a station to call them, that's exactly what Matthew did for Afghanistan. And he took all the mm. equipment and he was the UTR guy. Nice. You know, you know, it is just such a good service. And even though we have 47 DVDs, we of course have our favorite. We watch the fourth of the reason I talk about the fourth of July picnic is because that's the one we have watched. <laughs> 4,000 <laughs> times on repeat. And, you know, we have benefited so greatly from United Through Reading that I really wanted to have Sally on today to share with our listeners because it made such a difference for us. I know it makes such a difference for everybody that uses it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, Jenilyn, thank you for talking through that because I can hear your voice. <laughs> I can sense I'm sorry. The yes, no, I'm no, just a crier. <laughs> Just ask no, Sally. I, Every time I've spoken for United through reading, I've cried at the podium and had to like, you know, do this whole number. And when she does, we say mission accomplished. <laughs> there you go. Hey, it's okay to cry. It's okay. You know, I mean, I have like therapy, so that's where I do my stuff and everything. You know, I'm sure like, what is it? I was just talking to someone before this meeting or before our interview and they want to connect me with a gold star daughter to bring on the show. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> so, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes, Jenny Lynn. Maybe I'll be the one crying when that conversation comes up. But Sally, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on our show today. I just want to make sure I've covered all my bases. So is there anything, any final thoughts or anything else you want to share with our listeners here at Holding Down the Fort? Oh, no, I think you're doing a fabulous job such a great service to our military spouses, our military families. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for having being so brilliant to bring Jenny Lynn on. Uh, you make a great team. And I know you are just going to do wonderful things for our military families. So thank you so much for that. Yeah. Thank well, you. Well, thank you. <laughs> I feel so good right now. All right. Well, let me go ahead and wrap up to our listeners. We hope that today's episode gave you one more piece of knowledge, resource, or relevant story to make confident and informed decisions for you and your family. We look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Until then, tune in next time.